Hey, you guys. I'm so glad to have our special guest with us, Mr. Tyler Chase. If you guys haven't heard of Tyler before, this is going to be a great introduction. I love his music, and I just can't wait for you guys to hear more about him as we do this interview on Black Canvas. From the early days of childhood, Tyler Chase has had an eye for his future and an ear for what that sounded like. With the solid foundation of his country upbringing, Tyler learned to express the values of a small town in a big world through his writing and performing. As the son of a preacher, his exposure ranged from tent revivals to international crusades. Over the past several years, there have been many paths, but one focus for Tyler Chase to write and sing songs his life created. He has a forthcoming EP, Tyler Chase, that will be coming out. And the one thing I love about his music is that it's going to be a collection of songs that are written by Tyler. And you guys are going to learn more about his music as we continue in this interview. And Tyler, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for being on the show. Man, I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm excited. I love your voice. And when I was talking to your manager, I told him that I really enjoyed your song, What a Mama Does. It was in the video was really amazing on YouTube. I had a chance to watch it. It was really great. All right, Tyler, you ready for some questions? I'm ready. Sorry, there was a uh, there was a, a technical issue on this end. It's okay. The one thing I love about this show is that we make it work. So don't stress about that. (laughs) You were saying you love a mama, what a mama does. Yes. It was a great song and I love the video. I saw it on YouTube. I thought it was really great. Man, I appreciate that. That one, uh, I have a great relationship with my mom. She's always, I mean, I've always been a mama's boy, you know? And so I have a, uh, I just love her so much. And so that was like a special project for me. Well, I am too. So we, we get in that together. (laughs) All right. So the first question I have for you is, if I want to, tell our listeners, what was one of your biggest dreams growing up that you felt the most nervous about achieving? And have you ever doubted your ability to reach your musical goals? Yeah, man. I, uh, when I was six, I uh, lived in Dallas. I grew up in Dallas uh, most of my childhood, Fort Worth area. And when I was six, I walked out of a uh, movie theater and I specifically remember walking out and telling my dad, I'm going to do what those guys on the screen do. I didn't know what it was. Turns out it's a thing called acting. Uh, But that was like my first kind of foray into like, what is entertainment and and what is this whole thing, you know? And so since I was six, I've wanted to be involved in entertainment. Uh, And as a kid, you know, you're always nervous about it because like, you want it, but you don't know how to do it. You know, you don't know how to get into it. And it's this like gated city that you don't have a key to, you know? So I was, uh, I was nervous a lot as a kid, just trying to figure out, you know, how do I do this? How do I get into it? You know? And then as I got older, it was like, okay, I know how to do it. I know how to get into it. That's like really great. You know, how do I become great at this? So, uh, yeah. Does that answer your question? I think you answered that perfectly. And I think, like you said, in life, we start to learn through our experiences what we really want to do. And I'm glad that you were able to find music um, and find your, your approach to life. Because I think as we grow, we, we start to find our purpose. And I, I, like I said, I love your music. So I think you, you made the right decision in switching and going directly into music for sure. 
All right, so I got, a, got another question for you. The next one is gonna be hanging. If you had the opportunity to sit in a room with five writers and or singers that you admire, who would you choose and what type of music do you think you would create in that session? That's a great question, man. I have a uh, pretty wide, country music's my first love. I grew up on it, um, being from Fort Worth area, but uh, I have such a wide variety of uh, music that I listen to. Um, but when when you asked me that question, the first name that came to mind was Trent Tomlinson. He's a He's a writer in town here in Nashville, country singer, and he just, um, what I look for in songs is people that make you turn your head with a lyric, you know, and uh, Trent Tomlinson's one of those guys. Uh, Moving on from him, Chris Stapleton obviously is like killing it, and he has been for a long time. I'd love to write with him. Um, Hardy's another country guy that's just the creativity and the writing and the mindset is like so cool. Um, what was that for? Yeah. Uh, and then outside of country music, uh, Sasha Sloan's a, a pop artist that I, uh, man, her writing is like so honest and so down to earth. I would, I would love to write with that girl. And then uh, awesome. as far as what kind of music we'd make, I would assume uh, that with any of those people, uh, it would be some of the most, if I'm involved, honky-tonkin' 90s country music we can come up with, but then also, like, very sad songs, you know? That's naturally what I write is, like, the sad stuff, so. That's the good stuff, though, Tyler. (laughs) It It makes you feel, you know? Absolutely. Now, when I think of a, someone who I would love to write with, if I was a musician, uh, Diane Warren, I've always liked her as a writer. And I just love the songs that she, and David Foster, of course. I mean, just one of the greats. Oh, Dave. Have you seen the David Foster documentary? I haven't. Can you tell me about it? Have you seen it? Uh, yeah, it's amazing. It's just kind of about... Uh... It's about his whole career and and the things he did and uh, it's like very expansive and there's a lot there's a lot to learn in it. That guy's a genius. Um, but yeah, most definitely. All right, so let's go. Our next question: What a mama does. I really want to talk about this one. What is one life lesson your mother's taught you that applies to your daily living today? And what is one word? that you could use to describe your love that the love that your mom instilled in you. Yeah, I had kind of a funny one and then a legit one uh, answer wise, uh, cause I was trying to think of it. Those are deep questions, man. I had to think about them. Um, but uh, the first one that came to mind was to mind my own business. Uh, but I can't, I don't really have much to elaborate on that. I just kind of keep to myself and, don't get into other people's business. And then the other thing is um, one word was uh, honestly, I didn't come up with a word uh, when you asked that question, a word didn't come into my mind. But the one thing my mom taught me was uh, she always had this way of um, everybody she met uh, meets, she finds one thing she loves in them. And I always noticed that about her. And she didn't really ever tell me this, but I just kind of deducted it on my own. Uh, You know, if you do that, everybody you meet, if you find one thing you love about them, you know, 
it's a whole lot easier to love something than, than it is to hate, or I guess it's vice versa. Like it's easy, it's easy to hate, hate something about somebody. Uh, and there's lots of things to hate, but if you uh, find one thing in everybody that you meet that you can love, then you'll love that person, you know? And if we all did that, it'd be a whole lot better place here on earth. I agree. I think that's a great advice. Your mom gave sage advice, actually. Um, because that, that is true. Love is, is something that is hard to find at times, but when we can find it in ourselves and people around us, it, it definitely helps to build relationships. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So I have another question for you. Check to check. What has been one of your biggest challenges in the music industry thus far? And who is one person you rely on to check in with you when you're feeling low? And how do you check in with yourself um, emotionally and find your own inner strength? Yeah, well, uh, the first thing I think of is not having enough money, man. This is a, uh, when you're starting out in music, it's a, it's a very expensive thing to get going and to, to do it well, you know? Um, but, uh, you know, more than that, um, I'm sorry, bro. What was the first part of the question? <laughs> it's okay. Um, it was, um, what has been one of your biggest challenges in the music industry thus far? Yeah. Other than that, uh, I would say, you know, the journey, man, is like, I talk a lot about it um, with people personally, but like for a long time, I was like terrified to be on stage in front of people. Um, but I love writing songs and I love singing and I love telling stories. Uh, and I actually love entertaining, but there's just this thing about, um, you know, getting in front of people I didn't know. And it took a long time to get over and I failed a lot at it, uh, but I just kind of got it set in my mind that I would continue to do it and fail at it until I didn't fail at it anymore or until uh, the feeling of failure wasn't something that I had, wasn't something that other people noticed on the outward side of it. Uh, so that was the hardest thing about it, um, but I'm doing pretty good with it now. I think you are too, and I think that's how you find your strength, by falling apart or feeling low at times and, and finding that, you know, what you present is what you want other people to hear and see, which kind of goes into my next question for you. If you had the opportunity to perform at any venue around the world, which venue would you choose and who would you want to co-headline with? Yeah, I got uh, I got two for you. On the smaller end of the venues, the more intimate ones, I would say uh, Groon Hall with John Mayer, like a songwriter deal. I feel like that would be, I really admire his songwriting as well. Um, and it's just, he has such an easy, natural creativity with the way he delivers a lyric. Um and I just feel like Groon Hall in, in Texas uh, is a super small stage. It's like pretty historic uh, with John Mayer would be a pretty cool, pretty cool experience. And then, you know, on the, on the bigger end of that scale, uh, you know, if you're a fan of country music, you've seen Garth at Dallas stadium. So I think we all want to play at Dallas stadium pack that thing in. I love guard books so I mean anytime I love Alan Jackson I can list so many of them I mean Tim McGraw I mean I think it's just that's a great thing for sure if you ever get that opportunity and just just imagine if you and guard books were performing together right <laughs> that would be amazing 
I mean, just to be in a room with Garth Brooks, you know, that's that's just like would be awesome in itself. And to be able to, you know, perform in a venue that big uh, with an artist that you I mean, I've been watching him since since I was born, basically. So, I mean, he's kind of the. Uh, he's kind of the guy you learn from, you know. Absolutely. Which kind of goes into our next question. Um, if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would you say to young Tyler? Man, I would say uh, find a way to focus. I spent, I'm, I'm kind of an aloof guy, you know, I'm like very creative. I'm always in my head thinking about stuff. Um, and when I was younger, I think I kind of thought that, you know, somebody was going to teach me to sing or teach me to write a song or, you know, any of these things. And uh, it took me a long time. And then and then on the business side, teach me how to like do this thing, you know, and it took me a long time to realize that it was just a trial and error kind of thing and that I was going to have to like start putting uh, the rubber to the road on it and, and doing it until I got it figured out. Uh, and I did that for a lot of years. So I would, I would totally, you know, until I, until I got it together and, and started doing something that worked. Um, so I would tell my younger self to find focus, be quick to learn things and, uh, get going earlier. I started way late on this thing, man. Uh, but if I could, if I could talk to my younger self, I'd say, uh, get going earlier, man. You know? I love that. Um, and I was just talking to my mom and we were just talking about this a few minutes ago of like, if you could turn back time, like what would we do and choose to live different? And, you know, the one thing we don't have that option, but we can make the most of every moment we do have. And I just think you're doing an amazing job, Tyler. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. And, you know, like you can't go back and do things, but you can let that inform how you move forward. That's right. Absolutely. So I have one more question for you, Tyler, and that's, how can our listeners find you online and what is next for you? Yeah, you can find me uh, on Spotify and Apple, really any of the streaming platforms for music under Tyler Chase. I'm the one in the cowboy hat. Uh, you can find me on TikTok and Instagram under the Tyler Chase. And then on YouTube, uh, it's just Tyler Chase. You just type it in. I got a channel up there. And uh, what's next? Right now, we uh, we just we just started releasing some live performance videos, and we're uh, we released our first one in February. We're doing one every month for six months. Um, so we've kind of got that going on. I'm really excited about that. It's every song off the EP and what a mama does. Um, so I'm real jacked about that. And then uh, other than that. We, uh, we're getting ready to work on another EP right now. We're going to go in the studio in April and uh, start cutting some songs for that. So I'm pretty excited about that. And then just getting on the road for the summer and playing shows because that's really what the whole thing's about, just meeting people and having a good time, you know? Absolutely. And Tyler, I'm just so proud of what you've been able to accomplish. I'm glad that you not only were able to make time to be on Black Canvas, but I would love to have you back in the future on Space Between, which is my second show to sing live. So hopefully we'll be able to set something up in the next couple of months and love to have you back. But you continue to do what you're doing because I think you are not only immensely talented, but you have a great spirit and great heart about you. And I think like that's why people can connect to your music because of who you are. 
Thank you so much for saying that, man. I really enjoyed talking to you, uh, and I would love to come back anytime you want to have a conversation. I don't know if you could tell by this interview, but I'm I'm a talker, you know. Well, I am too, but I'm a, I try to be a better listener on here than talking as much, but I'm so glad that you were here. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Thank you so much, Tyler. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. All right. You have a great rest of your day and I will continue to support you and promote your music and just keep doing the great things you're doing. I'm not